On this episode of St. Louis in Tune, we're going to return to civility. We have Jeff Faulkner, Mr. Blue Sky, in studio. We're going to talk about cover songs, our word of the day, and some humor. Greetings, listeners in listener land. Is it live? Remember, it is live right now. Welcome to St. Louis in Tune with Arnold Stricker and Mark Langston, where we size up current and historic events involving people, places, and things in areas such as the arts, crime, education, employment, faith, finance, food, government, health, history, housing, humor, justice, and sports. We originate from and connect the gateway city to what is happening regionally, nationally, and internationally. Mark Langston. Hi. What's happening? Howdy. Not much. I don't think you left. I don't think you left anything out. I don't in that, in that intro. I don't. I think you've researched it well. People would say, "What is? What about music? It's the arts. <laughs> it's the arts. That's, That's right. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Good so to are, see you. Yeah. Good to see you too. And for those of you who we are actually going live in the middle of the day here, we will replay this show Friday morning at seven o'clock. So get up early. To listen to it if you miss part of it surprise someone who offers you good service this is our return to civility monetary tipping can be done anytime and anywhere if you're worried about the quote-unquote tipping rules for a given situation remember that no one has ever been scolded or ridiculed for tipping too much now i know there's a big thing going on right now because some people think they flip that that square around and it's got the 20, 25, 30%, 15%, or whatever you want to give automatically on there. And some restaurants are charging other fees on there, and people are getting really hacked off about that. And this is what I think about it. Okay. Okay? Let's hear it. (laughs) Did you eat carryout during the pandemic? I did. Were you a server during the pandemic? No. Okay. So they're really still trying to make up for what's going on. And if I get great service, Mm -hmm. I don't mind Mm -hmm. rewarding people. If I don't get good service, they don't get rewarded. So. I'm with you on that. In fact, I've been over tipping when folks do a good absolutely. job. Absolutely, absolutely. Don't even think twice about it. Yeah, because and I, I kind of use it as a reference too. Sometimes I see twenty percent. I look at that as a reference. And go, oh, I'm going to add another five, ten dollars, whatever. And some people they will only tip on the base amount before tax. Uh what I'm okay. like. All right, whatever. Wait, wait, you, you're going to be upset with ten percent. No, and another easy way to do it is to take the tax and double it, and that's usually pretty close to twenty percent, or maybe a little bit more. And I do have one of those handy apps on my phone. <laughs> do you have one? I know I do too, Jeff. Anyway, it's fun. Yeah, it is. So, remember. folks, surprise someone who offers you good service. Mm-hmm. Give them a good tip. I want to play a little music for you. It's Mr. Blue Sky. Yeah. Friday, September 8th, at the Chesterfield Amphitheater. Ooh. Sorry, did I get the right one? This is it. Okay. That's from the top. Take two. <laughs> this would be like, the, like one of those uh, car things. Friday, September 8th, at the Chesterfield Amphitheater. The doors <laughs> open at 6, and the show starts at 7 p.m. Tickets at Eventbrite. You will see Mr. Blue Sky, the ultimate ELO experience. Ooh. So we had Jeff Faulkner on about a year ago, 
when he was doing a concert at the amphitheater. Jeff, welcome back to St. Louis in Tune. Thank you so much for having me back. I appreciate it. We enjoyed that last time, and you're becoming really popular. Not that you weren't popular in the St. Louis area, but Mr. Blue Sky is becoming very popular in the Midwest region. Yeah, the uh, following is growing, as it were. It's exciting. I, uh, it's not. I didn't really expect that when I first started this thing. It was just going to be a fun little thing to do and dip my toe into the tribute band world. <clears throat> But it, it's grown into something that uh, has far exceeded my expectations, and now, it's been awesome. Where have you played over the last year? So this year, we've begun to spread our wings and get out of St. Louis a little bit more. We were in Indiana about a month ago, a show called the Concert Series, called the Wicker Park Summer Concert Series in Highland, Indiana, and it, it could not have gone any better. Those people up there were just absolutely loving it. Every cool. single song, even the deep track stuff, like Diary of Horace Wimp. They were like, yes. and I was like, you guys actually know this song. Well, that, that was great. <laughs> but uh, doing shows like that are what it's all about. And it was it was a huge crowd, and they were just absolutely loving it. And then we'll be back in Indiana, in Sullivan, Indiana, later next month later in september and we were up in chicago earlier this year and uh, most likely be back up there next year as well okay so cover band you guys do you have a bus do you travel independently what about all the gear right now we just we do it independently we prefer to drive alone as opposed to having to be stuffed in a car with each other Mm -hmm. Yeah. We deal with each other enough. I get that. <laughs> <laughs> no, for right now, <laughs> the frequency at which we're playing out of town doesn't really merit a, a bus mm-hmm. at, at this point. Mm-hmm. It could possibly get there, but for now, we're all just hopping our own cars and go. So you spend the night up in Chicago, you're driving back up and back in one day? or Some of the guys and girls choose to drive back. Okay. Uh, the same night i choose not to do that if there's a hotel provided i'm taking advantage of it absolutely you know? speaking of which names name the band members so we've got dave Watkins on guitar and vocals and ben moyer on bass i see charlie brown on keyboards stephen winter on keyboards jake brookman on cello jesse youngblood on violin abigail Stahlschmidt on violin Anastasia Hamilton on vocals. Who am I forgetting? Uh, let's see here. Didn't Steve to, Bunk on drums. Okay, sorry, I didn't mean to put you in a bad way. Steve there. Bunk on drums, and I believe that's everybody. Okay, There's ten, right? Ten of us. That's so. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, it's uh, it's a lot of people to a lot of mouths to feed, as yeah. it were. Yeah, yeah. but uh, we've got it now down to have it to a place anyway to where it, it's an organized mess mm-hmm. you know? well you guys know <laughs> and previously we had talked about harmonies layering of the harmonies we talked about your career you have a, a, a pretty stellar career here in, in the metropolitan area and the start of the group and we talked about advice you would give to budding musicians but the work working with people and the more you work with them the 
I know they're going to do this. I know they're going to do this. They'll take this harmony. They'll do this. And I'm sure when you learn new songs, it's a lot easier now than it was previously. Absolutely. Yeah. Now we know vocally, as far as ELO is concerned, that's been one of the hardest things to emulate because he layered vocals like crazy. Mm -hmm. Uh, four or five part harmonies on like mm-hmm. almost every song. Yeah, and we know now much better than when we first started the band. Who's going to take which vocal parts? And it's just take it and again. It, it's a lot of practice mm-hmm. and, and just doing it over and over again until it becomes second nature. And, and uh, you got it down perfectly. Yeah. I mean, my goal <clears throat> always has been and always will be to create this stuff as closely to the records as mm-hmm. possible oh, to yeah. emulate what's on those records. Yeah. So where when you come to a show, you're closing your eyes and it's like you're listening to the record. And that's what people in a tribute band want to hear when they go to a concert, right? I guess so. It's what I want to hear. Mm-hmm. It. So I'm only, I'm basing my approach on how I would want it mm-hmm. if I went to see a tribute band. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think, the look thing is a lot of it too. Um, now with ELO, the only one who really has to emulate the look is me, because you can't. You're not going to do an ELO tribute without the Jeff Lynn wig mm. and the glasses and the beard and all right. that right. that that look. But I've gone to see tribute bands sometimes, and they sound good, mm-hmm. but they look nothing like the band. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. okay, you're halfway there. Right now, finish up the other half. It makes sense. Is there a turnover in your musicians in the band? Or uh, you we've got been pretty solid. Very lucky in the fact that there hasn't been much. Yeah, maybe one or two people. I would think it'd be hard to replace anybody in your particular band because <laughs> of the <sighs> dynamics of, like you say, yeah, fitting a song to a particular band member. Yeah, I, that, you're totally right. It is absolutely 100% a band effort. Mm-hmm. It isn't one instrument, two instruments are making it what it is. Right. Every, absolutely every single person in that band, what they do yeah. makes it what it is. Yeah, and uh, you're right. If, uh, if I lose somebody, it's going to be it's going to be hard to find somebody to right. replace them. I would think so. Yeah. And ELO has a tremendous sound. It's right. not you i've ever experienced with other rock bands or any band for that matter it's a very unique like you say it's layered harmonies and things like that it's it's, jeff lynn is an absolute genius uh brilliant musician producer songwriter and what make what makes him such a brilliant producer is how big he made them sound mm-hmm. how big that's those, a good word sound yeah. and, and it's all because he he put so much stuff into those it's a good way songs. to explain you know, it's he, big it's he, a, he so. overproduced yeah, but right. it, it, it he got a great result from it you guys done a cd on your own yellow cover cd no uh-uh. no we haven't done that i wouldn't say that's off the table by okay. any means but uh, no, we. Because uh, <clears throat> the recordings I've heard, I don't mean. <laughs> to, no, you're good. But, but the recordings I've heard of the band, yeah. it's amazing. Oh, it's just you. absolutely thank amazing. Thank you. And I appreciate the efforts that you guys. Yeah, do I have it. thought about going into the studio and, and 
record like just recording like a song yeah like a full song mm-hmm. uh and getting video footage of that and kind of using fun. that in in any promotional kind of way but uh, yeah we certainly have the ability to go in and make it sound really good yeah i think yeah. you should cap- capture that just yeah. for historical preservation <laughs> yeah it's funny juliana hatfield who had the band the juliana hatfield three like back in the 90s mm-hmm. and she was part of that alternative 90s movement she just put out an album of elo covers interesting uh, and it's really good actually. fascinating yeah, she puts her own take on a lot of it i'll be yeah. Yeah. Okay. cover songs and tribute bands very interesting matter of fact folks if you weren't aware the mr blue sky was voted the best cover band in 2023 in st louis magazine's a-list amen pretty yes. big deal pretty yeah. big deal yeah that was a very flattering thing what's cool about that is it was all reader readers voting on that you know, it wasn't the hierarchy of st louis magazine right. kind of voting on who they thought was the best right. it was the public voting on it like that that coming out was very flattering. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Now you've got new songs and new lighting coming up on this show. Or? So we, yeah, we they're going to put it in your car. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> yeah. We would the car. We wouldn't get we wouldn't get a whole lot in that thing. <laughs> okay. The amount of stuff we bring out, we need something much bigger than my or, car. Okay, all right. <laughs> we change up our production. Number one, we always have big lights, big hmm. show. It's electric light orchestra. True, ah, that's know. true. So, go figure. To stay to stay true to what ELO is, because when ELO does, when ELO back even back in the seventies, their shows were huge. They had huge productions. They brought out a, like a life size UFO. Oh, that's right. Uh, that was on one of the album, album covers, covers yeah. which I think malfunctioned on them quite a bit. It was like Spinal Tap <laughs> moment. But, uh, but yeah, we. All, always bring out big production big lights huge light show but we try to mix it up and our lighting designer kevin k water does a great job in mixing things up and making the show different every single time we do it but it'll be big but it'll be different than what we did last time we played in town that's great yeah do you do the show songs in the same order? Do you mix it up? Do no, you... we always mix up, definitely mix up the order of songs. Okay. And we always <clears throat> usually try to add two or three new songs each show. Which was my next question. How do you decide which ones you want to add? <laughs> That's a good question. Sometimes it's by people that have come to see us play that mm-hmm. suggest songs. Mm-hmm. If we get multiple requests for the same songs that aren't in the set list already then we're probably going to throw that in there other times it's just songs that, that i like or somebody else in the band likes and really wants to do and okay. and we'll do them we're at a point now where we have all the hits right we have all the hits in there right so now it's we're in deep track ville okay. it's just deciding which which of the deep tracks are the best ones to throw in that make sense with our show? Did ELO do a cover? Did they do? They did Roll Over Beethoven. Okay, that's right. Uh, oh, that's right. Chuck Chuck Berry. Oh, be darn. And they did a Del Shannon song too, which hmm. was it was a hidden track on the Discovery oh. album. Oh, be darn. And I don't remember the name of it. 
Are there some cuts that you thought should have been hits that weren't as you retrospectively look back and listen to the albums? As far as ELO is concerned? Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I can go on and on. I think Confusion, which is a song off the Discovery album, uh, should have been a much, much bigger song. Yeah, matter of fact, Mark, uh -huh. that's the second track, I think. We, we actually have part of that song. It is a great song. Yeah, I thought I was listening to that this morning, and I was like, hmm. uh, track number two? No, it'll be, I guess it's all in the ELO. If you just play that in the background, it'll come up. Because I think we start with The Last Train to London. Last Train to London, yeah. That was a hit for them. Right. Not so much in America, but it was huge in England and Europe. <clears throat> but they, uh, yeah. Stepping Out is another one. Diary of Horace Wimp. Oh, yeah. The, it's got that Mr. Blue Skies mm -hmm. feel to it. Every song on the Xanadu soundtrack could have been a hit to right. me all over the world was right. a hit so was the song xanadu uh, olivia and john made that right. huge but uh, yeah even there that's the great thing about elo man is even even the deep tracks like he had no throwaway songs yeah there were a lot of bands put out an album yeah. and there's five six good yeah. songs and then there's always three yeah. or four the b-side eh, fillers, fillers. You know, <laughs> he didn't have many of those yes yeah. <laughs> Every song is just like great, well invested song. in that. Yeah. yeah. Now you could write a primer <laughs> on the uh, tribute bands, yeah. how to start a tribute band. Wow. So if I, if you could give four or five things that you learned along the way, because I'm, that's going to lead me to the group that's fronting you yeah. at, at the amphitheater. Okay. Right? Oh, we have an opening act. Yeah. So really? four or five things. I don't know if I'd be able to point out that many things, but the first thing, if you're thinking about doing a tribute band, is to make sure that you absolutely love the music. Whatever you're thinking about doing a tribute to, just make sure, and why would you do it if you didn't love it? But I don't know. Some people start them up, and they're just like, that. Ah, I'm not that into this, and yeah. blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but I... I would say make sure that you are absolutely in love with the music that you're going to be doing a tribute to because you're, the amount of work that goes into it, the amount of time you spend listening to it, you have to have a, you're going to have to, you're going to have to want to listen to it <laughs> that much. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hang on a second. This is Arnold Stricker with Mark Langston of St. Louis in Tune. We're talking to Jeff Faulkner of Mr. Blue Sky, who's going to be performing September 8th, Friday, at the Chesterfield Amphitheater. And you can get tickets at Eventbrite. And right now, we're, the question that I asked him was, what's the primer for starting a tribute band? And he said, number one was, you have to love the music. So number two, Jeff. Number two, find musicians that are easy to get along with, easy to work with, and obviously that are good at what they do. But those first two things, just being a good hang means a lot, you know, because you're going to be, the amount of time you're going to be spending with them. together, mm -hmm. the easier they are to get along with, the, the easier that process becomes. Right. Absolutely. You know? And 
those two things I mentioned are probably the most important. You know, probably the only, not, I wouldn't say they're the only two that matter, but they probably matter the most. And they matter so much that there's a group called Sky Full of Stars, which is a Coldplay tribute band. And they're actually going to be performing October 28th at the Duck Room. Hmm. And they star none other than Jeff Faulkner. <laughs> how is that possible? <laughs> it's weird how these things happen. What? You know? what? <laughs> the so, opening group is going to star Jeff, and then the group that's going yeah, to be performing yeah, is going I, to star Jeff. I will be opening for myself. Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this be I love it. Uh, no, this, uh, so the Jeff. Sky Full of Stars is a, a brand new Coldplay tribute that I just started, hmm. and it it also includes Ben Moyer, who plays bass in Mr. Blue Sky, oh. and Charlie Brown, <clears throat> who plays keyboards in Mr. Blue Sky as well. And you've oh. played with them for a long time. I've played with Ben for a very long time. Yeah. Charlie, about a year, year okay. now. And uh, <clears throat> so it was just an idea we had, and we all really loved that music. Hmm. And uh, we got together and, and went ran through a few songs, and we were like, "Man, this sounds really cool." Mm-hmm. So we're gonna we're gonna give it a shot, and uh, uh, our first full show <clears throat> will be uh, October twenty eighth at the Duck Room, mm-hmm. um, and uh, this opening slot with Mister Blue Sky will just be like a warm up. It was a good opportunity for us to have a little warm up yeah. type show yeah. and and get it in front of some people who normally wouldn't see it. Yeah, mm-hmm. are you worried about your chops? Yeah, last time we talked, you were, you thought you might be singing way too much. And... <laughs> uh, it'll be, a, it'll be, I'll be, a, it'll be a busy evening, but uh, I think I'll be okay. Okay. You know? Okay. Uh, it's actually gonna only gonna end up being maybe nine more songs than I would usually sing. Okay. I think I'll, I think I'll be all right. So, so why Coldplay? Why not uh, another group that's out there, or maybe you just fell in love with their music, or really enjoy their music, or. Once again, yeah, uh, Coldplay's music to me is brilliant. It's brilliant music. For me, it started with those first two albums, Parachutes and Rush of Blood to, a, to the Head. Every single song on both of those albums is a great song. Mm-hmm. There's Once again, there's no filler track. They're all just great songs. <clears throat> and the other thing I... I, I that's important about Coldplay and the reason I thought it might be worth trying is that their demographic, the demographic of people who like Coldplay is very broad. Right. There are 25 year old people who like Coldplay. Right. And there are 65 year old people who like Coldplay. I mean, they're, they're selling out stadiums all over the world. Yeah. All over the world. I think, that that says Speaks something for about yeah. yeah that's cool that's and it, it's such I uh, I mentioned before it's such uplifting music mm-hmm. such emotional music mm-hmm. um, it's just brilliant brilliant that's cool I'm glad that you are in a lane that you really enjoy and I remember last time we talked you finally got to the point where the regular job was getting in the way of what you're doing here and i'm glad that you're experiencing as much success as you are thank to you be able to much. travel around the midwest and, and do all that so. i'm a, i'm very lucky and very grateful to be able to, to play music for a living okay i n- never 
thought that I would be able to get to that point. Uh, I always thought to do it for a living, you had to sell millions of records, right. win Grammys, and right. live in a mansion in Beverly Hills, and blah, 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 blah. No. If you approach it like a business, which I do, mm-hmm. and uh, keep a a mind frame that that it, it is a business just as much as it mm-hmm. is fun. You can make a living doing it. Yeah, and it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It's six, seven shows a week. Mm-hmm. It's we not for the this music business stuff. Isn't all no glory and, no and uh, it's a lot of work rainbows right yeah. Yeah, that, <laughs> that is a lot of work you've been listening to Jeff Faulkner Mr Blue Sky their concert is going to be Friday September eighth at the Chesterfield Amphitheater doors open at six the show is at seven p.m. get tickets at Eventbrite folks and the opening act is the Sky Full of Stars a Coldplay tribute group. Jeff, thanks for coming on St. Louis and Tune again. We greatly appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it, guys. You're always welcome back. All right. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks. This is Arnold Stricker of St. Louis in Tune on behalf of the Dred Scott Heritage Foundation. In 1857, the Dred Scott decision was a major legal event and catalyst that contributed to the Civil War. The decision declared that Dred Scott could not be free because he was not a citizen. The 14th Amendment, also called the Dred Scott Amendment, granted citizenship to all born or naturalized here in our country and was intended to overturn the U.S. Supreme Court decision on July 9, 1868. The Dred Scott Heritage Foundation is requesting a commemorative stamp to be issued from the U.S. Postal Service to recognize and remember the heritage of this amendment by issuing a stamp with the likeness of the man Dred Scott. But we need your support and the support of thousands of people who would like to see this happen. To achieve this goal, we ask you to download, sign, and share the one-page petition with others. To find the petition, please go to dredscottlives.org and click on the Dred Scott Petition Drive on the right side of the page. On behalf of the Dred Scott Heritage Foundation, this has been Arnold Stricker of St. Louis In Tune. At St. Louis In Tune, we strive to bring you informative, useful, and reflective stories, as well as interviews about current and historic issues and events that involve people, places, and things. 
We cover a wide range of topics, such as the arts, crime, education, employment, faith, finance, food, health, history, housing, humor, justice, and sports, and that's just to name a few. While St. Louis in Tune originates from the Gateway City and covers local topics, we also connect to what's going on nationally as well. If you missed any of our previously aired programs of St. Louis in Tune, simply visit stlintune.com. That's stlintune.com. There you'll find the show notes and everything that was mentioned in that episode and all the other great episodes as well. And if you've got an area that you'd like us to examine deeper, just let us know by dropping us a note at stlintune at gmail.com. That's stlintune at gmail.com. St. Louis Intune. It's heard Monday through Friday on the usradionetwork.com and many great radio stations around the U.S. and, of course, right here in St. Louis. Our website, again, is stlintune.com. Visit us today. That's stlintune.com. Your favorite clip. I know. It is. I keep coming back to it. Good job to do this cover. Welcome back to St. Louis in Tune. This is Arnold Stricker with Mark Langston. We just had an interview with Jeff Faulkner from Mr. Blue Sky. And again, that concert, folks, is September the 8th. It is at 6 p.m. The doors open, 7 o'clock the show at the Chesterfield Amphitheater. Tickets are available at Eventbrite, or you can go to mrblueskymusic.com, and there's a link there, mrblueskymusic.com. And if you want to hear what they sound like, they have a brief video there. Matter of fact, Mark, we can still play a little of that there. There we go. Yeah. Here, this yeah. is Mr. Blue Sky. And this is the band. This is the band. It sounds just like ELO. Right. Some people say, oh, it's not ELO. This is Mr. Blue Sky, going to be performing at Chesterfield Amphitheater September 8th at 7 p.m. Tickets at Eventbrite.
Friday, September 8th at the Chesterfield <laughs> Amphitheater, Mr. Blue Sky. Guy, the ultimate ELO experience, September 8th at the Chesterfield Amphitheater. <laughs> wow. They sound just like ELO. Oh, oh, yeah. It's crazy. That is really hard to do. Oh, yeah. It it's is really hard to do. Sounds like a live version of ELO to me. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's, they're great. <laughs> they really are and great. Folks, if you can't go to see ELO, obviously. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Tough. Not anymore. Nope. Done. <laughs> What better way to see it than at a tribute band? And a good tribute band. Yes. Not just, and they've been together a long time, which yes. I thought was important to You're find out. You're not just throwing something together. Oh, yeah, we got together last Saturday. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to play a concert. Yeah. Yeah. It's very no. difficult to do. Yeah. Wow. It's always good to see Jeff. Yeah, uh, it is. Jeff Faulkner and, uh, and his band. So these uh, mm. tribute bands, they're kind of like cover bands. Tribute bands. Okay. You know, there's a Beatles tribute band. There's a lot of yeah, right, tribute right, bands right. out there. The Liverpool yeah. lads or Liverpool something. Liverpool lads, yeah. Uh, something like that. I don't know. There's also a lot of cover songs out. Really? And we talked about cover songs. What we're going to do with cover songs. And you would so, actually. So be, a cover song is uh, I'm the original. I do the original version. And, and then, then I sing it on my album or at my concert. And okay. it's a cover song. Of what I originally did. Or what, okay. And sometimes. The cover is more popular than mm-hmm. the original artist. And we're going to talk about some of those right now and play some for you. Okay. Matter of fact, this is the first one. Originally written and recorded by Otis Redding in 1965 on his third album, it never got to the point where it was with this one.
Now, she flipped it from a male-oriented to uh-huh. a female-oriented. Was used a lot in the 70s for mm-hmm. the feminist movement. She did the R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Mm-hmm. She did the Sakatumi Sakatumi. That right. added in there. So she actually, that was more popular than the original. I get that. I like that version. Yeah, I do too. Not, nothing to take away from Otis, but Aretha's, yeah. man, it's crazy. So here's another one. This is the original, folks. If I should stay, I would only be in your way, so I'll go. Now, you probably know the voice, Dolly Parton. I will always love you. She wrote this the same day as she wrote Jolene. Oh, wow. And was originally written in 1973 as a farewell for her former mentor and business partner, Porter Wagner. Oh. And then, later on, Whitney Houston. Should stay, I would only be in your way. So I'll go, but I know I'll think of you every step of the way. And I top-selling film soundtracks of all time. Wow. And surpassed from The Bodyguard, surpassed on YouTube 1.1 billion views. So here's another one. You might not know this one. Maybe you do. But you might not know the artist. Maybe you do. That's probably the recording from the Ed Sullivan Show. That's right. Really big because shoe. We've got the Beatles here. Got a really big shoe. Who was the first one that did it? First one, it was actually called, entitled Shake It Up Baby, and it was renamed Twist and Shout. First recorded by the R&B duo The Top Notes, and later reworked by the Isley Brothers. Ah. I and then the Beatles did that. I see. Okay. Wow, pretty cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. I loved it when the when the girls were screaming. Oh yeah, <laughs> I used to scream like that for me <laughs> in my dreams. Okay, here's another one you may know. Mm-hmm. Funky. 
great driving song. Oh, yeah. Get out of my way. Use your blinker. Get out of the passing lane. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Especially on I-70. Yeah. Oh. Hate it. Stevie. Keep Higher Ground off his 1973 album. Turn that up a notch. That's the Autobahn. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Mm. So that's played a lot. That was uh, they played that when they were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That's know. the one they chose. Okay. Another good one here. Oh wow. Next next number 9. Real memorable group called the Arrows. And I could tell it wouldn't be long. 1975. But the one who made it famous. Yeah. Joan Jett and the Black Arts. one single for seven years seven weeks ranked number three 1982 wow wow that's great so this is a real contrast in original and cover right now okay ready yep Busted flat in Baton Rouge, heading for the trains. Feeling nearly faded as my jeans. Bobby thumbed a diesel down just before it rained. Took us all the way to New Orleans. Roger Miller in 1969. Mm. Bobby, 
So uh, Chris Christopherson wrote that with Fred Foster. I'll be darned. She recorded that a couple days before she died. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Okay. That's tragic. Real extreme there with uh, yep. Roger Miller and Janis Joplin. Mm-hmm. There. Oh, yeah. So it's amazing what you can do with a song if mm-hmm. you just change it up a little bit. And there is a, a Tracy Chapman mm-hmm. it did a song called Fast Cars. Mm-hmm. Um, and it did pretty well, but then Luke Combs just recently redid it. He's mm-hmm. a country artist. Mm-hmm. And it went, it surpassed uh, what she did. Really? What Tracy, Interesting. Uh, Tracy Chapman did. I'm sorry we didn't grab that before we. This would be a nice little on the air. segue to do every once, or a show segment to do every once in a while. I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's very interesting. And there's some that I really like better, like the Aretha Franklin one. Yes. I think it was. That's mm-hmm. a much, yeah. That's a, crazy how. And I actually, as much as I do, the Chili Peppers, I, I'm still a big Stevie fan. Are you like the Stevie better? Yeah. Now the other ones, it's like a real. Yeah. <laughs> it's like making that guitar talk. Yeah. <laughs> and I know you like Dolly Parton. I do I like, like Dolly. Dolly Parton too. Yeah. That Whitney's. Whitney nails it. Yeah, she nails it. She it, it takes a long time to start, but when mm-hmm. she, when she ramps it up and finally gets into the yeah the meat of it, it she's really brings it home, yeah. doesn't she? Especially yeah. at the end. Yeah, yeah. I've met Dolly Parton a couple of times when my days in country radio, and uh, sweetest nice little lady, th- little thing, yeah, little thing. What is she? Five foot tall or something? Something like that. And she even. I don't know how we got on the subject once, but it's like, how big is your waist? And I'll never forget it because she's 19-inch waist. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. She's top-heavy, of course, yeah. there, but 19-inch yeah. waist. She, does she wear a wig or no? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's all. She's got no. She's Yeah, she doesn't care at all. It's it like, reminds me of the old uh, she's okay with French and English, you know, where they wear those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's okay. She's like, yeah, I doll up. <laughs> Dolly dolls. Dolly dolls. She is a really wonderful lady. Really sweet lady. She is. She's getting up there. Yeah. She does a lot of nice things, too. Yeah. That's a, a lot kids of benefit for uh, kids. Mm-hmm. And I think it was in, in reading, yep. right? Yep. Mm-hmm. A lot of book stuff. Yep. yep. Has the stampede down at uh, Branson. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And Dollywood. Yeah. Dollywood. Yeah. Go to Dollywood. Yep. Yep. Can't do it. <laughs> I know a lot of people have, but I can't do it. But she is a Dolly's a really sweet lady. Yeah, we but hope you enjoyed that, folks. That I was, did. That was kind of I did. I yeah. wish we had a little longer on the, yeah. some of those songs. Kind of, we did a show that had a one-hit wonders on it. Too. Those that was were fun. really great. That was a great show. We ought to, yeah, we had go in the archives. That one. Yeah, folks, go on SoundCloud. Go under the STL Intune dot com, and you can find it. Those were really some really fun shows that we did. Yeah. Yeah, and we'll have more fun shows. We do. This it's is not the end of our fun shows. Oh, and no. we're not done with this one because our word of the day is oh, Nestor. 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 N e s t o r, and it means a wise old man. Ah, a wise old man. A Nestor. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't. No, like, good, yeah, yeah. And you've got some important days, don't you? Oh, I do. Let me see. Yeah, there's a lot of fun days coming up. Let me see if I can find them real quick. Some significant it is, fun days. I know. National Relaxation Day. Oh, that's every today. day. I know. <laughs> it's every day for you. <laughs> Check the chip day. Check the chip day. And your pet. Do you have a pet that has a chip? Oh, I thought you were talking about potato chips. No, no. Check the chip. The okay. chip in your... How do you do your, that? I guess you go run by a vet and say, hey, can you check the chip? 
in my pet, and they'll check the chip in your pet. And that's how they do Drag it. Drag your pet across the uh, scanner yeah. at one of the local uh, National Back to School Prep Day. You probably you remember those days? Vaguely. You used to do that all the time. Yes. There's one in here I'm going to try to catch. Let me see if I can find it real quick. There's, let me just, National Rum Day. I know that's your favorite day. <laughs> National Tell-A-Joke Day. That's every day. I should not tell you to do that. National Work from Home for Wellness Day. I'm I'm all Every about. Day. I know I'm all about working from home yeah. for wellness. Let me Does see. that imply that when you go actually go to work, it's not going to be a well thing? I guess not. Mm. It depends on the boss. Mm-hmm. National Independent Worker Day. That kind of goes with the previous one. Uh huh. That does. Yeah. Let me see. I'm, I'm just I'm breezing through a couple of more of these here. Oh, here's our favorite. This is our favorite. This is the one. I, I didn't tell you, but I this is our favorite. Are he was ready? warning me ahead of the show, folks. It was. Joins, join millions in celebrating the contributions made by boomers. It's Baby Boomers Recognition Day. Absolutely. All right. Yes. Can I hear it? Where's the ta-da? I know. I can't. I can't. <laughs> We've got too much stuff going on. Where is that thing? Ta-da. I don't know. I know. It's in there somewhere. No, that's not it. But <laughs> ta-da. I don't know where it is. It's in here somewhere. Um, yeah, so Baby Boomers, uh, they have a recognition, recognition day for us. Oh. And I think that's... Uh, National I Love My Feet Day. Do you do pedicures? Absolutely. Do you really? Once you've got one, you always have to get them. Is that right? Oh, man. You'll never go back? Oh, they feel wonderful Uh, after. I'll be darned. National Nonprofit Day. Okay. So if you have a nonprofit like the International Institute, where we are, they're a nonprofit, so we we salute them today. Absolutely. National Thrift Shop Day. I like that. Let's see if I have one more. Just a quick uh, National Couples Day. Oh, fajitas. Do you like fajitas? I do. National Fajita Day. Okay. I like that. Now, we should have, I should have sent the memo out. It's National Hawaiian Shirt Day. Oh. In the, A lot going on in Hawaii, right? Yeah, there is. And we can certainly, uh, National Ice Cream Pie Day. Where do people come up with this? I don't know. It's amazing that I have such a long list of this. What are they just? Never it? give up day. <laughs> When the going reason. gets tough, the tough get going. National, Never give up. National Turn the Fan on Low Day. <laughs> <laughs> National Mail Order Catalog Day. Oh, wow. Sears Roebuck. I know. Now there's World Breast Cancer Research Day. Those kind of things I can, you yeah, know, I but uh, come on. Pinot Rijo Day. I don't know. Pinot, I don't know how to pronounce it. I just give me the red wine. <laughs> that's right. That's all I can tell you. Okay. So that's, uh, those are a few. Interesting, of, a few the days of the day. A few of the days that you're probably uh, missing. <laughs> well, folks, if you go to the gym like I do, mm-hmm. uh, maybe going to the gym gives you energy, uh-huh. but you need energy to go to the gym. So it, it sounds like a pyramid scheme to me. It is. There are five deadly terms used by a woman. <laughs> Number one, fine. This is the word a woman uses to end an argument when she knows she is right and you need to stop talking. Nothing oh, sorry. <laughs> means something and you should be worried. Number three, go ahead. Do not confuse this with permission. It's a dare and don't even think about it. <laughs> Whatever. A woman's way of calling you an idiot. That's okay. She's thinking long and hard on how you will pay for your mistake. <laughs> and the bonus word is, wow. Wow. This is not a compliment. She is amazed that one person could be so clueless. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong answer. 
There's some sad news. Uh, please join me in remembering yet another great icon of the entertainment community. The Pillsbury Doughboy died yesterday of a yeast infection and traumatic oh. complications from report, report, repeated pokes to the belly. He was 71. Doughboy is survived by his wife, Play-Doh. Two children, John Doe and Jane Doe. Oh, oh Plus no. they had one in the oven. Services were held at 3.50 for about 20 minutes. <laughs> Man, <laughs> that was a complicated long one, but that works. <laughs> oh, Lord. Here's kids. kids. We're bored. Mm. Me. Listen, your grandparents didn't even know where I was from 1985 to 1991. <laughs> Go find some sticks to play with. <laughs> oh, no. There it is. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, I think I said that one last time. Did you? Okay. Okay. Here's one. So, you know how they do sometimes in yearbooks where they have pictures and mm-hmm. they'll say, this is the most influential, right. they're going to be the uh-huh. the whatever. They had this one kid and it said, the question was, who is your hero? And the kid's name is Bubby Wade. And Bubby Wade said, my mama, she ran off a porch thief with nothing but a Roman candle and a lit cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> Mama. (laughs) And then, this was apparently in the newspaper in this particular county. Okay. They have this kid again. He's got a shirt on that says, not in my holler. (laughs) Holler? Holler, yeah. (laughs) The question was, what's something you tell people the first time you meet? And Bubby Wade said, my ATV will run like a scalded dog. (laughs) Oh, my. Wow. Oh, don't encourage this stuff. Okay. <laughs> Please don't. Oh, oh my where mercy. Do you come? Oh, so I have a question for you. Oh, no. Um, okay. If the poison expiration date is passed, does that mean it's less or more poisonous? <laughs> I don't Here's another good one. Okay. This is really, this is where you should play that again. Okay. Which letter in scent? S-C-E-N-T is silent. Is it the S or the C? Why is W pronounced W instead of double V? Ooh, I like that. No, that's true. What if oxygen is killing you and it just takes 75 to 100 years to work? Every time you clean, you mm-hmm. make something dirty. That's so true. A hundred years ago, everyone had a horse, mm-hmm. only the rich had a car. Today, everyone has cars, and only the rich have horses. <laughs> that horse, I knew that horse was here somewhere. This is another interesting one. This will wrap your brain mm-hmm. around your head. Okay. If you replace the W with a T mm-hmm. in what, where, and when, you would have the answer to each. What, that, where, there, and when, then. Okay, please stop. No. <laughs> with, with, with that, with those words of wisdom, folks, we will close out our show today. And we hope that 
you enjoy this, and we try to do a variety of things. We're just not uh, talk talking heads. We have people we talk to. We hopefully have great interviews, mm-hmm. and uh, had a lot of fun. I think we have a, a lot yeah. of good interviews, and we talk about things that people don't know about. Okay. No. That's Always. who we are at St. Louis in Tune here. And we got more good stuff coming up. We do. Okay. You can get our past shows at stlintune.com. Okay. So that's all for this hour. Thanks for listening. Don't forget, when the Martians invade, there's only one race, the human race. And every one of us have different characteristics and is uniquely valuable. St. Louis in Tune is a production of Motif Media Group and the U.S. Radio Network. For St. Louis in Tune, co-host Mark Langston, I'm Arnold Stricker. Remember to walk worthy and let your light shine. Yeah.